Welcome to Startup Health Now, the weekly show celebrating the health transformers and changemakers reimagining medicine. My name is Stephen Krein, and on today's episode, we have Teddy Hodges, the co-founder and CEO of Brace Under. It is the duty of leaders to lead, of the creative to create, of the daring to do. The free world expects leadership of us. Its fate and our fate depends upon our leadership. We are industrious, inventive, restless, with the fires that burn within. Teddy, great, great to have you on Startup Health Now. Thank you for having me. Steve. So you, you've got an interesting background, interesting yeah. company. I want to take a step back so the listeners can understand a little bit about you okay. and why you started the company. But just go back, take us back, like you know. Sure. Where'd sure. you grow up, and what are you doing? I'm from Denver, Where'd Colorado. By the time I graduated mm -hmm. high school, I had five knee surgeries. When I went to the University of Oregon to start, the cold, humid weather was a bit rough for me, so I took a little bit uh, off the beaten path route and went to Bali, Indonesia to study yoga. When I came back after nine weeks there, was not ready to go do the, the college grind again. Um, I've always had a pre-med mindset, and anatomy is my favorite subject, so studied massage therapy in Boulder. When I finished that after nine months, 10 months, I was blessed with the opportunity to work with a couple pro athletes. Got to see the whole training circuit, the eating, how they trained, what they, what their mindsets were, and realized how important a mindset was. Um, from there, let's see, I had the opportunity to do my eighth surgery. I was doing the surgeries in Vail, Colorado, and I just said, you know, why am I doing this? Well, this makes no sense. I'm just causing more damage. So I said, I'm going to go live in a warm, humid climate, the opposite of where I started, and had eight friends in South Carolina, so I went down there, got a job in a physiotherapy clinic and a chiropractic clinic, got in-state tuition, and then started the journey into pre-med at the University of South Carolina. So while I was there, that's where Brace Under started. So what, you know, it's, you gave me your background, and you kind of layered in your knee surgeries and, yeah. and, and all the things related to, I know what Brace Under is doing now. Um, what was, as you went through the your journey, um, what was it that even interested you in even thinking about entrepreneurship and doing something as, as bold as Brace Under? You know, I think it's in my blood. My dad's an entrepreneur and, um, you know, having a massage therapy business really ingrained some of those self-reliant tendencies um, that the entrepreneur world cultivates. And so um, I, I think, yeah, it's a combination of all those things, just innate plus what I was surrounded with and what I got to experience watching my dad's companies and working for him since I was 12 years old. So what was the moment where you had the aha to create Brace Under? So I was um, walking around campus my first semester at the University of South Carolina and it's a lot of walking, a lot of concrete. I was using a cane to walk around and uh, it's just... It must have worked well at school I, and walking around with a cane. I, I, well, actually no, you know, picking up chicks with a cane is not easy. <laughs> Not easy. So I didn't want to use the cane and I um, wanted to blend in. I went back to, well, maybe I should use a brace, a knee brace. Got a couple knee braces and lived with the just incredible pain points of a knee brace. Fall down your leg, they're uncomfortable. About a month after I was wearing a knee brace, my roommate looks at my leg and he goes, dude, I can see the brace embedded in your leg. 
it's like a Saturday. And I said, I haven't worn the brace since Thursday on campus. What are you talking about? Sure enough, I looked in the mirror and that knee brace was embedded in my leg. Like my muscles were growing around where the brace was sitting. And I realized this is an issue. This is a problem for me. So my grandmother taught me to sew when I was like 13 years old. And I got a pair of compression shorts that I had and I sewed some Velcro on the bottom of the compression shorts so that I could take my knee brace and stop it from sliding down. And then I started playing with memory foam and different padding so that I could have this buffer and interface in between my body. Between and the brace. brace and your body. Exactly, while keeping it in place. Started playing with that and then. How many years ago is this? That had been 2012. Okay. 2012. So I started monkeying around with the sewing machine and trying to fix the problems I had. And then um, my roommate at the time, he had a lot of legal connections. His whole family's full of lawyers. And so um, I came home from general chemistry class after learning about uh, Einstein and all the, the thermodynamic properties and how these guys discovered this, the quantum universe without having any type of real uh, ability to see it. Mm -hmm. And I just started brainstorming and thinking. I got my sketchbook. I've always been an artist. Started drawing, started writing about things that I needed through my surgical recovery and through trying to get back to sport, which is one of my challenges I always I'd say, well, my knee's not good, but I'll keep playing. I'll keep playing. And so I came up with these ideas. We were watching, my roommate and I were watching a Bronco game, and um, Ray Lewis at the time was wearing an elbow brace. He had come back, I think a tight, torn bicep or something. Whole game, he's constantly going like this, pulling it up. And I saw that, and I said, that's it. That's the one. That's the one, because I knew what I was doing for the knee could apply to the elbow, So watching to the, back. the game gave you that kind of... Made me realize there yeah. was definitely a market for this. So then we, we got to invent help um, documents to figure out how to file patents and do the whole process of creating this product. And we used that to create basically our own invention booklet or little mini business plan. And we pitched our dads and said, hey, we want to file a patent around this. This is what we want to do. Here's the plan. So that's kind of how everything got started. And how do you, how do you describe Brace Under today? And if you were to, well, what is Brace Under? Brace Under is going to transform the way we prevent injuries and how we support injuries through recovery. Prophylactic benefits plus changing the way we rehab joint injuries. Okay, so by doing what? By adding different types of resistance training or support mechanisms onto this platform compression type. So basically, we're creating a custom and dynamic base layer tight that anywhere can put external attachments on top of it. So if you have patellar tendonitis, which is the number one uh, reason for missed time in the NBA, you can address the patellar tendonitis how it feels best for you. Or the athletic trainer can take the tools he already has available and apply it onto our tights in a more reliable and secured way. Okay, so where does technology enter this? Technology right? enters because of the modular design. The straps that go on the top, so there's no technology in this, but we can attach technology on top where we need it and where we want it. So the main use case for technology right now, when you tear your ACL, 85 plus percent of ACL tears happen in what's called a valgus event. So your knee goes inward. Now. What happens at the tibia is some type of rotation. Is it internal, external? Let's leave that debate for something else, right? Well, we know it's this movement. So that movement, we can recreate that movement with a tension band that measures the amount of tension we're pulling on. So resistance training, like lifting weights, mm -hmm. right? 
we're gonna, you know how much you're bench pressing, 135 pounds, 185 pounds, whatever it is. Oh, a lot more than that. A lot more yeah, than that, yeah. 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 <laughs> 225? Exactly, yeah, and so now we're talking. Okay, right. now we're talking. So this resistance training, we can create a standard of coming off of an ACL surgery or preventing the ACL surgery altogether so that when we pull you into that position and we tell you to do a single leg squat or a single leg press or a lunge, we're pulling you into this high risk knee injury position and telling you to fix it. Biomechanically adjust, get your knee over your ankle so that you're aligned. While we're providing this force that we're measuring and the athletic trainer, the physiotherapist. What are they see. using to measure? What are they using to measure? It's a low emitting Bluetooth that communicates to an app uh, on a tablet and so you see it live so sensors built into the tights, or not into in the, the tights. In, I'm sorry, into the yeah. actual. Yeah. What do you call them? The tension straps. Tension straps. Yes, yeah. so, and we've got tension straps that don't have any tech. Just they provide a physical force, or have the smart tech, which can do more than just measure tension. What are the alternatives right now to this? Knee bracing um, is a very stagnant market, and there are big, bulky braces that have a lot of pain points. Documented by research, they fall down. The things I mentioned earlier compression sleeves, but the limitations are they're just addressing six, seven, eight inches of your knee. And when you have a knee injury, you gotta look at the foot, you gotta look at the hip, you gotta look at the back. We know when an ACL tear happens, it commonly occurs with use planting, decelerating, and then changing direction, which also happens to have a sway of your core. So there's, you know, we're a whole body, and there's not a whole body approach to helping joint injuries or preventing them altogether. So we're living in a, in a, in a moment where wearables and sensors and data kind of play a whole role in the potential possibilities now, right. with, both in prevention and treatment. Right. How, what does this look like five years from now, 10 years from now? How does it, you know, what's the master plan? Well, I want to measure lifetime movements of coming off of an ACL injury or preventing them altogether so we can identify risk factors in movement patterns that maybe you can't pick up by just using your eye and assist not only the wearer, but... By doing what? By having... Putting, by wearing a strap on okay. top of your knee, which may not even provide much of attention, but provides enough to measure what, what the movement is. And so when, when you see that valgus movement, even if it's a small one, you'd be able to see it on a graph occurring 20, 30 times during your run. So we'd be able to identify, there's a, there's a high risk here. The more you do that movement, the more loose your knee is going to become or hypermobile, the lax your ACL becomes, which increases your risk of tearing that ACL. What do you need to happen for all this to work? What, ha what else has to happen? You, you got a product, you've got some users, you've got how many different people using the brace under? Over 70. So yeah. 70 Over people. 70 now. So yeah. collecting a lot of data. Yep. What yeah. else do you need to make this work? Um, some real champions of, of uh, high caliber, innovative thinking, physiotherapists, orthopedic surgeons to understand and help us standardize these different resistance trainings for not only the knee but other joint areas. Uh, you know, research and validating medicine, I think that's crucial in medicine. Having objective data to say, yeah, this, this is working, this is changing your tissues, this is helping improve blood flow, but also helping return your venous return or getting the waste out of the joint, mitigating swelling. So what are the most commonly used words to describe the benefits to people who wear it or uh, clinicians and others who have experienced the benefits of it? What are you, what, what's the testimonial say? 
I've, I've never felt anything like it. And it allows me to address my situation on a day-to-day -day basis. And I've got a knee problem, as I mentioned, and it, the pain. Are you wearing them now? The way I wear this, um, and the way this product, this is our second product. Our first product was that interface for knee bracing. And what we found was there was such a, a niche already. ACL, there's about 200,000 ACL surgeries a year in the United States. And knee bracing, the biggest issue is noncompliance. Patients don't wear the braces. Because, because they're uncomfortable, yeah. the way they fit, they fall down your leg, and athletes say they inhibit their athletic performance. I say they inhibit my movement, because it's true. Mm -hmm. So I found these patients, I found these individuals wearing the brace. You know what I ran into? Yeah, that's interesting, but I hate that brace so much, I will never wear it again. I don't care if your product makes a complete difference, I won't wear it. So they, they, have, they have now really bad experiences that have changed forever, their view of exactly. their relationship So I had to catch braces. these people. I had to catch these people before they ever wore the brace. So my niche got even smaller. So well, fortunately, I had my ninth surgery last year, last summer, which was a biological knee replacement. Wearing a hard knee brace became something I couldn't do. I was sitting on a plane, I'll never forget this, it was like being, being you know, that claustrophobic feeling? Yeah. Sitting on a plane, we're taking off so I can't get up yet, and the brace, it just started hurting so bad, I couldn't do anything about it. So with the brace, it's like a belt. You can make one adjustment and that's it. And so I'm sitting there and I'm just like, okay, what do I do, what do I do? And I need support, I like compression tights, I've been wearing compression tights since I was 12 years old. So that's when I realized, okay, how could I make it tight that has better benefits than the tights that are on the market from the big sports apparel leaders, but that also provides the ability for me to create dynamic custom support systems, 3D printed braces, elastic kinesiology mm -hmm. tape reusable. That's how this product got started after that surgery. So once, once this got created, then I started sewing away, making these different straps and support mechanisms. The way I'm wearing this right now prevents me from falling into that high-risk knee injury position, that valgus event. It keeps me upright. It allows me to address the pain that I have behind my knee and in front of my knee and helps me manage the scar tissue and the swelling that I'm fighting on a day-to-day -day basis. And so to the skeptic, sure. what are you hearing? Uh, the people who, you know, on the, on the medical side, how about on, right. the, on the clinician right. side, what are they saying about it and how are you kind of answering their biggest challenge to this being an awesome idea and a sure. great solution? My, my answer is try them on. Experience it, feel it. I, I guarantee you, you will notice a big difference and you haven't felt anything like this as far as compression tights. So that's my answer. The skeptics, um, orthopedic surgeons, there's just a, no validated research on our products yet. And, and that's one of our big initiatives is, is using a, a three Tesla MRI to document tissue changes mm -hmm. from your skin, you know, the dermis just below the skin and then into the fascia and the muscles, the tendons, looking at the changes of scar tissue, looking at what happens to the different parts of your body as you're wearing the tights and you're working out in them or just wearing them for recovery. Switching over a little bit to entrepreneurship and sure. your entrepreneurial experience, what's been the most difficult thing about building this company? I have red hair, so patience is a, <laughs> I like to, you know, and, and I think that especially in healthcare, just stepping back and, and focusing on what, what can I do today? Where can I take action today? And then really making sure where I'm taking action is building value in some way and where my time needs to be utilized. What's been the biggest surprise that you've had in terms of something you didn't know or didn't expect that actually turned out 
a way you didn't expect it. Somebody once told me along this journey that the most important thing that you can do is making authentic connections. That it's not about networking for the sake of networking. It's about making connections and learning the story of what's in the, the person you're having a conversation with their mind. What are they thinking? What do they need? And when I started making those types of relationships, that's where the connections to NBA, NFL, mm -hmm. elite pro athlete trainers, elite pro athletes started happening. Not when I was trying for it, but when I was truly trying to make an entrepreneurial connection that help, helped them and helped me and built a friendship where I can call these people and just have, have a conversation and talk. Tell me about your team. Uh, all in one place, remote. Very, very remote. Backgrounds. Diverse. All, yeah, all, all over. Um, biomedical engineer, um, a finance guy in Texas, a um, elite physiotherapist who works with a lot of pro athletes who's given us uh, incredible help in terms of developing the product and, and validating some of the use cases. Um, finding some sales guys now. It's Who do you sell to? Right now we're not selling. So we're a class one medical device, 510K exempt. Um, and our focus is continue getting uh, high-level validation in users as we're raising capital. Right so now, who do you so. need? Who do you need, Who would you love? Who might be listening to this to call you or reach out to you and, and find out how to work with you or wear the tights, buy the tights, or prescribe the tights? Uh, Mark Cuban. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that um, one, of, one of the investors in Startup Health, which we're happy yeah. to connect you with. But yeah, yeah. Who, who, what, what kind of people besides the, the individual? What kind of um, strate strategically, right now, yeah. um, I think a chief medical officer, an uh, orthopedic surgeon, um, and actually, or a radiologist would be a phenomenal resource as we're, we've established our grant infrastructure. So, like I mentioned, one of the focuses is using three Tesla MRIs yeah. to document those changes. A radiologist would be phenomenal for that. Is that what's next for you guys? Just get, getting the validation, getting the evidence? Yeah, yeah, I'd really like the evidence. There's a lot of. Um, there's an argument around compression tights. Do they work? Are they effective? Is there real medical benefit or is it purely psychological? I think that without a doubt there's medical benefit. There's, there's no question in my mind. I mean, I deal with chronic pain and yeah. I can tell you it's my coping mechanism. It's changed my life to wear these every day. Um, but, you know, doctors need and researchers, PhDs, they, need they want data. Exactly. Data, data, validated data. research yeah. data, objective measurements. So, yeah. All right. So what's uh, what's on your iPhone for productivity? What are you what are you what are you using software-wise to kind of keep sane and actually stay organized to build brace under? Well, Slack is phenomenal. I, I use Slack. Um, let's see, Evernote. I really enjoy Evernote. In term, I'm, I'm old school. I've got a journal. I keep a journal. I keep a checklist. Um, that's really my organization because I just like being in control of a pen and paper and doodling when I want. Those are. And then books on tape are my bridge to sanity. What's your latest last book you listened to? How to Win Friends and Influence People. I go I go through that probably and, two three times a year. Yeah, yeah. And more friends this year than last year. Oh, a few more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a few more. Yeah, I, I, I noticed by the way you, how you've interacted with the rest of the startup health community, the other health transformers. You've read the book because you kind of use the. Uh, use that uh, in, in connecting with and, and spending time with the other healthcare transformers. Yeah, yeah. Made friends, made friends fast, Teddy. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I just read Shoe Dog, Phil Knight's book. Oh, and, how and was it? It was unbelievable. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. What he went through to get his company off the ground and, and the story from, uh, he was Tiger Shoes to Blue Ribbon and all, yeah. I mean, all, it, it was phenomenal. It was very interesting. And how he treated people, some of his employees, just, yeah, worth the read. Fantastic. Very much so. All right. Well, listen, it's been great to get to know you a little bit, watch you 
start to execute, and I know it's early, but very exciting. And I know that across the entire community, I talked to you about your the physical nature of your product. Um, carry it around, show people. I think it's a fascinating view into yeah, the will. future, I and will. not just the the actual apparel part of it, but the actual technology part and the data, I think, is going to be extraordinary. So, great. Thanks for coming on to Startup Health Now. Look yeah. forward to having you back. Yeah, thank you for having me. And, and Startup Health is incredible. So thanks. Thank awesome. You thanks for letting me be a part of it.